From iHeart Podcasts, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Welcome back. Once again, this is your host, Ricky, with the Explorers of the Paranormal and the Unexplainable, bringing you a brand new episode. Thanks for joining me. Stay tuned after a quick message from our sponsor. Thanks for hanging in there and coming back and listening. Now today I want to go over a subject that most people do not want to talk about. Death. What happens when you die? What is it like when you die? Like right at that very last moment, as you're taking your last breath, what happens next? What comes after that last breath? Well, I can share with you what I believe happens. And once again, this is my belief, not necessarily what will happen. Now, in my dreams, most of my life, I've died many times. And so that go ahead and throws out that old wives' tale. If you die in your dreams, you die in real life. No, because like I said, I've died many times. I've been shot. I've drowned. And most of the time, in multiple dreams throughout my life, I've died while falling in a crashing elevator. And I don't wake up when I die in the dreams. I actually die. And I exist after that death, still in a dream. I have multiple experiences with that that I consider astral reality type things. I don't know what you would want to call it, but that's another story. For now, let me share with you what happened to me when I died in that elevator. Even though it was a dream, and you can't see my quotes in the air because I'm just a voice, but in a way. I'm in an elevator, and for whatever reason, it, it falls. It just crashes or whatever. And once it hits the bottom, it all goes dark. I'm dead. And then I feel the release. I feel myself leaving my body. And while still in the dream, I am dead. But I am, like I said, out of the body. And usually after that's when I kind of wake up or whatever. Or it goes off into some other type of experience that I will share later. Anyways, I want to share with you a more intimate, well not intimate, I don't know the word to use, but this happened a few years back. I was getting ready to move back from Oregon to come back to Georgia, and I was asleep, but I had just woken up. I was laying there in bed. My eyes were closed. I was completely relaxed, and... The best way to describe it, 
I was in a dark room and I was the source of light. I was like the flame on a candle. And that light started getting dimmer and dimmer, smaller and smaller, to the point where it was fixing to puff out of existence. It didn't get that far, though. I woke up before it got to that point. But I want to say that's what it feels like to die. Or at least your body dies. You don't die. Your body dies. Just get that straight. You live forever. Your spirit is immortal. The bodies, they grow old and die and decay. But in a way, in this experience, I want to say it was the body dying. And uh, that spark of life was getting dimmer and dimmer. And I think once that flame, you know, just goes puff and it's, and it's gone, it's extinguished, that's when the body's dead. I think I was just being shown that to let me know what it's like to die. Of course, that can be the way you go if you die in your sleep. Now what happens if you die more traumatically? Let's say you're driving along in a car and all of a sudden, boom, you get hit head on. And you don't die right away. You know, that's, I don't know. Maybe as you start to fade out of, fade out of consciousness, maybe that's when you start seeing that candle flame type experience. I don't know. Like I said, I won't know for sure until that time comes. But eventually, as much as we don't want to accept it, we are going to die one day. One day we're going to be laying there, hopefully peacefully, and it's going to happen. And a lot of us are scared of that. We don't, we don't know what's going to happen next, so it, it scares us. Me, I know strongly there's more to life than this body. I'm not my body, and my body isn't me. This body is a vessel. It's a tool that I'm using to interact with this three-dimensional world I'm currently in. To me, my eyes are like a pair of VR goggles. I'm behind the scenes looking through these eyes, seeing the world in a more limited spectrum. But I'm not actually seeing the world. I'm seeing the world through this body's eyes, if that makes sense. And I find that very fascinating. I like to compare it to the movie Avatar, where the guys use these bioly created bodies of the Navi on that world and then they remotely using those machines control those bodies where they actually transfer their consciousness or reroute their consciousness from their real bodies to these newly created bodies I see it kind of the same way the bodies we're in are the fake ones these are the artificial bodies and back on the other side or the other person that's viewing through these eyes that's us that's the real you that's your true self, you know, but that's another video. I'm sorry, another podcast. I'm so used to doing YouTube channel stuff that I've got to get used to saying podcasts and episodes versus YouTube channels. But in a way, I digress. I just wanted to share that with you, that when you die or how death may, you know, may happen, how it's going to be, what it's going to feel like. Hopefully, like I said, it's calm, peaceful and content. And it's like uh, going to sleep. Now what happens after that point? That's what I'm still researching. Now I want to say that when you die, or your body dies, when you close your eyes for the last time on this body, you're opening your eyes back where you are originally, your true self. And you're seeing without the filter of your human eyes. You're seeing 
things as they really are. You know, there's more vivid colors. There's more of the spectrum you can see. Because right now, the human beings can only see so much of the color spectrum. We can only see so much of the light spectrum. The, the spectrum is vast. It's huge. There's infrared. There's x-rays. There's tons of different spectrums of the light that we can't perceive. They say certain animals can, like dogs and cats. They can see more of the spectrum than we can. But anyways out of this body when you're back in your true self you can see the entire spectrum unfiltered that's why they say in heaven the grass is greener on the other side because technically you can see more of the green you can't perceive that same green here but you can perceive it there now am I trying to say that this is heaven mm, yes I know I do believe reality exists on different vibrational states different frequencies like a radio Let's say you got 98.6 on your FM radio and you're trying to find a different song. So you're turning the knob, going through different frequencies until you get to like 104.3 and you find a song you like. That's how reality kind of is. There's different frequencies. On each frequency is a different reality. And each reality exists on a different vibrational state. Right now, the state we're in in the three-dimensional world is a lower state where lower we vibrate lower that's why I would consider earth as we perceive it to be borderline hell just outside of hell maybe the very last top level of hell but we're so far from the light from the source that this should be considered hell now let's say you die and for whatever reason you evolve into a higher vibrational state we are closer to the source now to go back for a minute here, let me backtrack. When I say third dimensional, these bodies, they're so sluggish, they're so fragile. They grow old, they get diseased, they rot, they decompose. Because they're basically purely physical. There's very little light, if any, on this vibrational state we're in. In this frequency, if I had to create a ratio, or 90% physical, 10% light, it may be even less light. And as you go higher to different realities, like let's say what they call heaven, or they consider the angelic realm, where everything is more vibrant and vivid and lucid, you're more awake, you're more aware, that's because you're closer to the source, you're closer to the light. Your body is made of more light. Let's say you're more 50-50. 50% physical, 50% light. And bodies of that ratio would have a lot more abilities. Let's say, like an angel, for example. Let's say they're 90% light, 10% physical. That's why you can't even look at them directly because they're, they're too bright. They're literally giving off light. They actually bleed light. And they're created that way, you know, supposedly. But I don't know. Like I said, that's beyond my current knowledge of things about the angelic realm. But anyways... Like I said, if we can continue to, with each passing life, even if, like the Buddhists say, you die in one reality, you're born into a next. And as you do more good deeds and gather more good karma, when you die, you're born into better conditions, better situations. And let's say you're born into higher vibrational states. So let's say right now we're, if you had to compare it to a radio station, or let's say right now we're, we're AM, 
we're, we're like an AM radio frequency. And if you evolve to a higher one, you go into the FM. Beyond FM, you have what they call HD radio now. And each level gets higher, it gets more clear, and it gets more vibrant. So you can only guess if we're right now considered an AM radio frequency, how much better it's got to be as you go higher up. Now for me, I already know I'm going to at the level or two higher once I'm done with this life. But that's my other video. I'm sorry, my other podcast. Check it out. It's the one where I talk about my accepting of my next life. And that's when I basically go on to become a guardian of Buddhist heaven. But like I said, refer to that episode to know what I'm talking about. But anyways, I don't want to ramble on too much. I just wanted to kind of touch on what was supposed to be just death, but I kind of went on to beyond death, which people like to think about too. That People don't want to know. They don't want to think that when you die, that's it. It's all over. They want to find some peace, you know, that when you do die, there's more to it. There's other lives beyond this life. And there is. There has to be. You know, my mom passed away in March of this year due to COVID. And I like to think that she's still existing out there somewhere. And I have encountered her in the astral here and there, but that's another story as well. So I know she does exist still. She's in her transition stage. She's still adapting because over there, time doesn't work like time does here. Even though it was months here, for her it was only weeks and so on. But like I think time is just perception in a way, and that's a different episode altogether. But anyways, that's my thoughts on what it's like to die and what may happen after you die. Do you get a life review, like they say in the Christian faith? Possibly. I'd rather not live this whole life over again if it supposedly happens in real time. If I live till I'm 80, I don't want to go back and do a review that's 80 years long as well. Unless it's simultaneous. Maybe as you're living life, you're also reviewing it at the same time. But anyways, I don't so much align with the Christian views, but I'm not here to talk about religion. If I had to align myself with any particular religion, though, it would be more of a philosophy, the Buddhist views of things. And I'll make new podcasts on that as well. That way people who want to talk about that kind of thing will, or listen to that type of you know subject matter can. But for now, I'm going to go ahead and start wrapping up. I hope you enjoyed this episode, talking about what it's like to die lovely subject I know and what may happen afterward and like I say life it's a personal journey you're born alone when you die you die alone even if you got family in the room with you when you die they don't come with you you go by yourself people may be waiting for you on the other side but when you die you're by yourself and then they greet you but anyway to make it less depressing I'm gonna go ahead and wrap up now But anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining me. And as I always say, keep your eyes open, keep your mind open, and continue to explore the unexplainable. Until next time, guys, take it easy. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.